Forge 1039 and New Sound. Welcome back to Real Talk. It's your host, Mr. Matt Munoz, and it is time for your interview of the week on the show. And I am honored to welcome into the studio for the first time a local legend, a creative. I mean, this brother has so much history. I can't wait to talk to him. Alberto Herrera. Welcome to Real Talk, brother. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah. Off air, before we got started, I, I just realized that your history, your artistic history in Bakersfield and Kern County is not just limited to art, which I've known you as an artist for many, many years. And I knew you had some musical endeavors, some musical projects. You're, you're creative in a lot of different areas. Yes. However, I just found out <laughs> that you were a founding member, one of the members of the first official Chicano punk rock band in Bakersfield, Fail. That's correct. In the 80s, who yeah. I saw <laughs> as an impressionable youth from McFarland, California, baby. That was a BC. God, yeah. And then I saw you guys another time, but I'll never forget seeing you guys play. It was for the examples. There was, so they were a punk rock band. They were, this might have been 85. I think it was 86. They were super popular, and they were all Mormon guys. <clears throat> and they did that farewell show because one of the members was going to go on a mission. So they decided, let's do one more show for everybody. They were a funny band. They were kind of like a comedy punk rock band. Mm -hmm. There was another band that opened up the show <clears throat> called The Rainmakers that had Slim the Drifter was the guitar player, singer for the band. I can't remember what his name is, but he, was, he became Slim the Drifter later mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. But opening the show was Fail. So you had the hood of a car in the back of you, and yeah, spray yeah. painted on it was FAIL, yeah. F-E-O. Yeah. And we were just like, me and, me and my, my friend Gilbert, and then we had my friend Daryl, and we were sitting up right in the front. And we're like, look at these Chicanos, man. And you guys were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what is this, man? So you were a member of FAIL. Like, yeah. okay, we're going to get to that, but I want to talk to you about your personal history. You're an artist. You know, we're heading into Hispanic Heritage Month. So Alberto Herrera. Let's get to you. Let's start from the top. Where are you from? I was born in Esaleta, Texas. Esaleta, Texas, by El Paso. How many siblings do you have? What's, what's the size of your family? Uh, we were six. Mm -hmm. um, uh, two brothers and a twin, which was uh, my sister and Fernando, and then Rayo, my older brother. Uh, we were six. Mm -hmm. uh, I lost my sister about, mm, about two years ago. Yeah, so we were six. Uh, we came for the, we followed the cosecha. Um, all my family was over there, my grandfather, everybody, uncles and aunts. And they, they all decided to move to uh, Bakersfield. I don't know why. So we said, all right. So we went on the cosecha. I think I was like, ooh, maybe, let's see, first grade, second grade, maybe. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did all of uh, Salinas, South California. We picked peaches, all kinds of stuff. You know, I was little. It was... It was just entertainment, you know. I, you know, I saw a lot of things. But anyway, uh, then we decided to. They decided to uh, stop in Bakersfield, and I've been here since. Um, Mount Vernon uh, Elementary, yeah. Sierra Junior High. Mm -hmm. uh, my drumming, actually, I started drumming uh, with my uncle Juan Rubio. Uh, he was a he was a stud. <laughs> uh, he was he was very gregarious and funny and. And he, and uh, he used to call me Beto. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> and so I, I that was a great campaign, by the way, for Beto, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was. It was beautiful, and he's still around. Oh, you know? good, we're good, good. Yeah, we're, never, we're It's not the end of Beto. I know yeah. it, there is not the end. It's yeah. Just beginning, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I, I, 
got me a little drum set, and we first gig was on Columbus, mm-hmm. and old he and a guitar. The guitar was all stiff and everything. It was heavy, you know, electric. A little amp, mm-hmm. right? And it, it wasn't even a known brand. And his guitar hooked up to it, and my aunt Elvia Rubio would be singing, to the, hooked up to the same amp, uh-huh. both of them, you know. And um, and me and the drum, man, I remember playing, and we were outside. Okay, tío, let's do it. No practice or nothing. Me, tío, what are you going to do? He says, un corrido, viejo. Oh, okay. N- n- Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you started out doing the straight conjunto stuff. Oh style, man, yeah. It, yeah. For the family on the weekends. Yeah, I used to go see uh, Ramon Ayala at the fairgrounds. Oh, yeah. I was little. I used to stand on the stage and I used to go like this and watch, you know, uh, the drummer. Oh man, crisp. Yeah. And you know Ramon Ayala, you know. Oh yeah. Well, you know East East Bakersfield at the time when you're growing up over there. What are some of your memories of how the the, how the neighborhood was? What neighborhood were you at over there? Uh, about five blocks from Mount Vernon School, mm-hmm. Richmond, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, no, ba- actually Bates. The whole family, uh, the Rubio family, all of us, we moved into Bates Avenue. Mm-hmm. At one time, we were like four families in one block. So. Uh, that was that was great, and <laughs> then um, uh, you know so then we all spread out, but uh, let me see. So uh, so a lot of the families around there kind of were kind of followed the same way, the same trail. You know, yeah. They came from Texas. They came from Arizona. They they did that Salinas. Salinas stay in the cosecha, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> What's cosecha? You know, yeah. harvest. You know, yeah. there's and a lot of com- common stories. Of my my parents would tell me the same things that. The families that block of the people, everybody and everybody kind of looked out for each other. Yeah, was, like yeah, beautiful. like my uncle, my uncle, uh, uh, we you know the dog pound in Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. Across the street is John Deere. Yeah, that was all cotton field, baby. Wow, I picked it with those big old long sacks. Me and my brother, they gave us a sack. Says, okay, let's go. So we were like, man, this is this is kind of fun. And then so, kind of you know, and then we we got to the place to weigh that cotton out other people were like ours were like what the hell well we, we were picking the cotton and they they were just you know shell and everything you know i mean yeah. it more you know it, it, they didn't really we were trying to clean it up but no no i think i think i made a dollar 13 cents that day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to fill it up and then go dump it out yeah and they did a little check oh yeah of course i was like Eight, nine years old. So that was big money for you, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, man. I went and got me some, some pan dulce and yeah. some chicle and <laughs> man, just the simple things in life. Back yeah, then. Sim- simple things in yeah. life. Yeah. So very humble beginnings, like so many uh, <laughs> Latinos um, that just you know they want to provide for the family. You go to where the food is, you go for where the work is, exactly, and you got to survive and everything. So your roots suddenly become firmly planted in Kern County. Exactly. Isn't education, right, become, you know, that's right. where, this is where Very you start to kick off your education, you know, opportunities, obviously music, you know, definitely for a lot of Latinos and a lot of, you know, people come from humble beginnings, music and entertainment, artistic art becomes the thing that Essential. you gravitate towards Essential. because it, it helps you develop exactly. your imagination. But the, the, the instruments came because my dad was a mechanic mm-hmm. uh, later on. And, uh, uh, he went to. He, uh, I was with him when he w- got his. Uh, he used to go like a, in Texas. 
to a little college, and he finally got his degree. Mm-hmm. He got a degree, and he, he was so happy because it said doctor of motors, <laughs> mechanic. <laughs> yeah. But, but to my dad, he was like, mira, mijo. So anyway, back to Bakersfield, uh, he, he, did a, he bartered some work, and he showed up one day with uh, an accordion, a violin, a piano, a drum set, and oh my God, what dad? Oh, you know, uh, sweet. So my my sister got on the pia- on the violin, and my brother got on the piano, and then I guitar me and the drums, and then um, well, my younger sister never, you know, she. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> of all the instruments, I I was I learned all of them. I wow, did. Wow, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's how I started the, the my music thing, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, that's so cool. I love learning this about you. Thank you. That everybody has a story, and sometimes when you think you know somebody, now people just need to take the time to sit down and have conversations like this and realize how small the world is yeah. and how we're all connected. Like you watching you with the band fail, it had a big impact on me because that was the first time that I saw actual Chicanos the music that I was into at, in a teenager, discovering punk rock and all that stuff yeah. and the local music yeah. scene. I mean, we had to find out where the gigs were. This pre-internet. Oh, exactly. So we're in McFarland, and the only time we heard anything punk rock was if we happened to be in Bakersfield and found a flyer by a band. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so we ended up there. <laughs> and I know like there's people like uh, Moses Adame, his band Burning Image, and all those bands were going on at the time, but you guys were the scene. You guys were the music scene at the time, the underground, the yeah, cool scene. I, I remember that exactly that the BC thing. I remember I was jumping up and down on stage, man. Yeah. And then I I played timbales too. I remember yeah. that because <laughs> we had a little. Because uh, and we, you were on drums. No, you were the guitar. I was a guitar player. Yeah, I was a guitar player. And you were the. Were you singing too? I was singing. Yeah, yeah. I was, that, I was like, I can hear the voice. I can and I yeah, can it was, picture yeah. it in my head. I can picture it. I can see you guys up there, and of course. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like doing your own stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. And then man. being young and, you know doing yeah. your thing. Do, okay, so so mm-hmm. you guys you guys are teenagers at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh you guys are California boys, man. Mm-hmm. You, you're a California kid. You're still were you still doing field work and doing all that? Were you kind of like trend, you know, left that world and kind of got <laughs> in, into different type of work? Well, actually I I started uh uh, I got married, mm-hmm. which is uh, how young? Twenty-two. Yeah. It, it was. Uh, uh, I started working. Hey, it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit happens. Uh, yeah, I became a dad at twenty-four. Oh. <laughs> okay, I was sixteen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait a minute. Are these wait, crazy musicos. <laughs> look, look, look at us. That was all caliente, man. Just to call me conejo. <laughs> That's, uh, why, that's why they call you fail. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why the band. <laughs> hey, well, ex- that the name of the band. I tell you, we played at a party uh-huh. before we were fail, mm-hmm. and uh, we, and uh, so a girl remarked, "Man, you guys play fail, man. You guys play fail." <gasps> that's the name of the group. <laughs> Thank you. You know, you guys, so that's, power, you guys are a power trio. Yeah, that yeah, yes, we were back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, you know, and most of the time we were just, you know, uh, just jamming. Yeah. Sp- well, what were you guys? Sp- what were you guys listening to back then? Uh, well, me. Yeah. 
Um, that was gonna that eventually because you said you well you grew up listening learning listening to Ramon Ayala and jamming out with the family playing those tunes, but. I mean, Feo was not a conjunto band at all. They no, were no, like no, a, no. you were a modern rock yeah, band. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was, I was. Every time I see a trio like that, I think of either the Police or Rush, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, along yeah. that. And so I remember that you guys were like a power trio. But what were you? What were you into, man? Um, you know, actually, I don't know. I I, I like everything, mm-hmm. but I like to imp, to improv. Hold on, you were listening to Santana. Of course I was. Uh, of course, right? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No! Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah uh, Santana. Yeah, he had a very so rock. Santana. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me back up. Okay. Yeah, Santana was. Uh, I, I, di- I didn't have a favorite, put it that way. Mm-hmm. But Santana was one of the. You know, I said, man, Santana, and I've seen him uh, two, three times. Yeah. He he blows you away, mm-hmm, man. Just amazing, and uh, I in Ve- I was in Vegas when I saw him. And the, I cut the drummer's uh, a drumstick at seeing Santana. Nice. <laughs> I have it. I have those, it. Those, those, those are those meant to be moments, man. Yeah. Yeah. You connect. Yeah, I connect. Man, I went, boo, I dove for it, man. Yeah. And, and uh, so I, man, I said. You yeah. did the soul sacrifice dive. I did. <laughs> I did. As a matter of fact, it was that same song. <laughs> All right. I was like, okay. Because we could, man, oh, my God. I could, I could keep you on. I could keep you in the studio for so many hours, but we got we to gotta move into some different areas of your life, brother. Go for um, it. Okay, so you're already involved in music. Now, when does, when does the idea of, of an artist come into play? Was it, you know, you got to give me that story because I only know you from yeah. Latin Nation. It's pretty much kind of like was our introduction. Yeah. I knew you'd done some work, but like, let's go back to when like art became a thing, the visual arts. Uh. Well, the visual arts, when my mom gave me the crayon mm-hmm. to, to draw for the first time. Were you always drawing all the time? Everything? From that day on, I drew as much as I, when I started feeling anxiety, I, I drew, you know. Uh, wh- I went to go see the house. Hopefully, it's still there on Ochoa Street because all the walls were all, I, I, I drew on all the walls. Mm-hmm. You know, as a child, as a teenager, were you, were you a nervous, were you a nervous child were you shy yeah well you know? no actually no i was no i was I, I, I was shy for a little bit but what happens when i paint it uh it just i go into another um there's another state of mind uh yeah because what happened when i because of being arachnophobic it was uh, on my hands i could actually uh feel them being you know cut up mm-hmm. the the episodes that i used to have it was maybe the fever, or I don't know. I, I did a lot of, you know, uh, imagining things that, I guess, in my world. But anyway, so that feeling when my mom gave me that, again, the crayon, mm-hmm. uh, that it went away. And so from it, I started, that's why my art is like, uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it, you know. It, so I got, I'm getting to the point now that I, you know, I know what I want sometimes, sometimes I don't. And uh, it just happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, a lot of times, you know, uh, I, I started real serious at uh, the, the Big Sur Museum of Art when it was the Cunningham, remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I entered a visual arts uh, contest, uh, judged, took three paintings, and um, I don't know, three days later, the lady called me, uh, uh, Herrera? Said, yeah. I said, oh, uh, you, can, you can come pick up your paintings. Uh, they were not accepted for the visual arts. I said, 
excuse me? She goes, yeah, I'm sorry, you need to pick him up. I said, hmm, okay. So, man, I was like, what? No, man. It's, you know, rejection, uh, people that are driven a lot, it's, we take it kind of, not personal, but. Oh, I know that feeling. That's like mm. the first time I, I tried out after rehearsing, practicing for <coughs> honor band when you're you're at those ages where like this is this is what I was meant to do. And yeah. then you get the thing you didn't make it and they're like yeah. what do you mean I didn't make it? For Sierra <laughs> Junior High, I, I audition yeah. I auditioned for the drum thing yeah. in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 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 I didn't pass the that afternoon because he gave me some sticks and I was just you know, I mean I didn't I didn't follow. I wasn't going to follow. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so you got your first taste of rejection. Yeah. Oh, then, let me finish that little story. Mm-hmm. So then, man, I, I, I think I I think I think threw two of them away. Because mm-hmm. they were, you know, little. I said, man, and I kept on. I said, you know what? Hell with it. So that from that day on, man, I painted every day, every day. The next year, I applied again. And I got best of show. Yeah. Yeah. And that painting yeah. that I that the painting that I got best to show, I painted over it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I want to start all over, baby. Yeah. Because now I know it's I have it. So that started all. This Man, stuff. you were Banksy before Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, You're I the was. Chicano Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody filmed it, eh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then the Latin Nation came around. Yeah. And well, what what year what year was this about the time that you really started to kind of establish your style? Because you do have a style which is uh-huh. distinctly Alberto Herrera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When did you when did you know this is my style right here? At, at what year was that? Kind of what yeah, kind of era uh, of your life? Yeah. Um, it was a little later because uh, I want to say maybe maybe in the forties I started. Whoa, well, you know. Because because uh, um, I was doing uh, a lot of it, you know, and uh, but uh, family. What did, what did it look like? What did your art look like from the from the? If you were to like look back to like when you were really just kind of starting to do stuff, did it resemble anything of your current works? Did it resemble anything? Um, no, I've evolved. It, it's, yeah. yeah, it's that somebody says, "Hey, man, you know uh, Herrera." It, you know it's a Herrera. Yeah. I said, well, you know that's what I wanted. Yeah. Because it's for, for, it's it's a spont- spontaneity, and my creativity is just poof when it's when it's there it sings mm-hmm. just like when you have a song. Yeah. And boom, you know it hits you, man. That's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, it's uh, uh back to the that nation. Yeah. Um, uh, my mom passed away, and. Um, Man, for like two, three months, man, I, I didn't pick up a brush, man. I was the man. Because she was my world, man, you know. Uh, she praised me for anything. You know, ay, mijo. I would do so. Ay, mijo, mira que bonito. Que Biggest chulo. fans. Yeah, you know. Ay, mijo, ya te measte. Ay, pobrecito, you know. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They cheered us on for everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I said, man, I'm going to paint again. Because I'm going to enter. So I, ba- I got a big canvas. And I painted uh, uh, my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, I painted her, and while I was painting her, man, I was crying, man. Poof, I was crying. So I took it to Dodd Martin, and I got best of show. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that painting started all of them. I'm the only artist in Bakersfield that has had seven paintings in the front cover of Bakersfield Life magazine. Yeah. Yeah. And you were on Moss Magazine? That's yes. What I was, that's when I was over there, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Moss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we oh, go yeah. way back. I was, I'm telling you, man. We go all the way back oh, to those wow. the original Latin Nation yeah. art shows that were so much fun. Uh, everybody out there listening. So the Latin Nation art show series took place uh, to kick, kind of kick off Hispanic Heritage Month uh, in Bakersfield. There was held out Metro Galleries, which was a, a, a former gallery uh, that was kind of credited with kind of helping the 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 resurgence of downtown Bakersfield. Uh, the gallery owner Don Martin was really great. He used to <laughs> hold the show there, and it was to spotlight uh, Hispanic art, Latino art in all its various forms. And Alberto was one of those prominent figures right there. He kind of like he he was like Latin nations coming up. Alberto, <laughs> give us the, give us the give us kind of the theme, <laughs> yeah. the the signature painting, and. I mean, it was just beautiful nights. Uh, my band yes. used to play. We used to have folklorico music. It oh, was a yeah. celebration of Hispanic culture. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, like we, like I said, like the the pandemic kind of just kind of killed off a lot of events. And um, you know, even Don Martin, you know, he tried to. Yeah. He was ready to. He was ready to reopen the new Metro Gallery. Yeah, he was. And we were getting ready to do Latin Nation, which was going to be bigger. Yeah, just outside. Right, yeah, and uh, now, yeah, it's uh, you know. Let me see. Fredo's is where where the old Metro Galleries is. Fredo's is now. It's like a restaurant oh. bar. That's where that's the Metro there. used to be. Yes. Is it any good? Have you been in it? It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, hey, local it's, business. It's a restaurant. You got to support these local businesses. Anybody who has a dream to do it, do it. But yeah, we miss uh, Metro Galleries. We miss, you know, Don Martin's <laughs> oh, still yeah. out there doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, the 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 excitement and the, you know. Not having an air conditioner work at one night, we were all. It felt like it felt like, it felt like Mexico. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> smells like carne asada in here. <laughs> oh, we used to. And have the food's a, not even here yet. We used to have a blast, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. what's his name? The owner of. Um, Oh gosh, he's the restaurant that did the catering. He used to bring out that giant margarita, and everybody uh, had to drink out of it. Yeah. And obviously, this was pre-COVID. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got COVID. Ah, you got COVID. <laughs> the mar- <laughs> COVID margarita. Yeah. The Latin Nation art shows really helped to establish you as a prominent figure in local art, and and not just in in Latino art, but just art in general, because it kind of resonated throughout the community. But then you you know, did you start selling more art? And when you started to see this as this is something that I can do and actually kind of make a living of, yeah. you know, because you we obviously as creatives you do it because you love it. Right. But if there's a way that you can actually make a living doing what yes. you love, you know, at what point did you know I could possibly make some money yeah. out of this. Uh, well, Kuka, again, Ruth from uh, uh, Kuka, she said, Alberto, you're not on Facebook. I said, nah, I don't want to be on Facebook. She said, you should. Put your art. Mm-hmm. I thought about it, thought about it. So you okay. So I did. I tell you, Facebook, uh, it, I've grown my my viewers, my, you know, my family and friends, you know, mm-hmm. familia. Um, I get... Uh, I put now, I thought to myself about two years ago, two and a half, maybe three years ago, I said, you know what? I'm going to put a painting every Saturday on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Can I do that? I said, hmm. So I looked behind me in my studio. She said, you already got 300 in there. <laughs> never seen it. I said, all right. 
So I did, and I've been showing a, a painting every Saturday. And you asked to name it. Uh, I've yeah, na- I've named. I've th- I know you have, name. and thank you so much. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, and 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 well, see, see I, I, I like to connect because if if you purchase it, you can name the painting. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, so <laughs> hey, I, I I do real good. P- people tell other people, and um, you know, uh, what's your what's your Facebook handle? So it's facebook.com slash if people wanted to find you, Alberto. Just Alberto Herrera. A l a l b e r t o Herrera. H e r r e r a. So yes. you got it before the before the Alberto Herrera in, uh, yeah. in New York took it. That's all yours. Yeah, it is. It, it, it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, see, I forgot what. Uh, Sorry. That's all right. I pull, I you ask you, you ask too many. <laughs> I'm pull, I'm pull, I'm pulling you into all these other places. Yeah, I told you the caffeine, man. Mm. <laughs> all right. So you're on Facebook. You're asking people if you buy it, you can name it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so that that's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had people just show up, and you know they, um, some of them fret, you know what, and um, some of them okay, you know, cool. That's that's you know. So I I, I always what I do I tell the people uh, retail. This little from Kuka mm-hmm. is the one price, but studio price is this yeah. price. And it's almost half of what it, I can sell it, or I have been selling to other people in, 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 in uh, this type. And I, I say, oh, half for you. And people love it because uh, I'm, I, you know, people say, ah, you're just making it up. But no, but that's my, that's how business has to, tends to, has to is helped me, you know, yeah. do that. And then because people, uh, well, I, I shouldn't brag, but you know they say, well, yeah, if you own a Herrera, that's pretty cool because he's expensive mm-hmm. t- to some people, but some people is like, boom, you know. I've had people okay. just write a check, you know. I mean, you know, I have a lot of attorney friends, you know, yeah. and what I like is when I, when they buy a painting and they change all the furniture and the color. For the painting, yeah, I've had so many people do that. Send me a picture, and they do. And I said, "Man, wow!" Yeah, and why not? Why not charge a nice price for your work? Well, I mean, this is something that you know you, yeah, yeah. you should not. You shouldn't feel, you know, well, no, no, never no. feel guilty about it. And if, if people people have to understand, this is something that comes from a person's heart and soul. Yeah, from their mind. Their I used to, I, see. I used to. I used to fret about that, but not anymore. You know, because I. You know. Um, I have my stirs from uh, retirement, from teaching. Mm-hmm. You know, a You're little doing bit. What, doing what you love, man. And it's a I good investment. Too. Every morning I get up and uh, I have, uh, we have two little dogs, brand new um, corgis, actually. Um, but I get up and, uh, you know, take care of business and I go in my studio and I, I sit outside. Mm-hmm. I have an old upright piano. You should come over. Uh, yeah, man. But uh, the piano needs tuning. But anyway, I tinker on the piano outside, and I have all my stuff. And I'm doing a lot of. Uh, uh, I love hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. That's why my that book is kind of hieroglyphicy. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about? Oh, the book okay. Now? Well, yeah. Uh, well, Let, let's go into the book because we got a lot of land to cover. But this is definitely important. This is the reason I got to talk to Alberto about this because I saw on your Facebook 
So everybody out there listening, if you want to if you want to check out some of Alberto's work, you should go to Facebook and look up Alberto Herrera, and you could actually go into Google and you know he's mm. he's, got a, he's he's got a good history he's got a good history of uh, online, so you could actually check out his work and see his style, and you'll know like he said, oh that's Herrera, yeah. and you'll see like he's done tons of stuff, and it's amazing, it's all beautiful, but I noticed that you had posted up something mm-hmm. recently that one of your you had an animated short film that was it was a winner at a film festival and from there i said well i gotta call him i yeah. gotta i gotta check in with him and see what's going on and i saw that you had this book it's called musica a delightfully harmonic tale of the origin of music by alberto herrera it's a beautiful book which i love books everybody should be mm. uh, reading books amazon.com yeah. go to amazon.com you should check it out musica. and uh, i'm going to be posting up the links to it in the uh, Real Talk podcast info right in the episode and also on all the Forge 103.9 socials. I'll be posting the links to Alberto's to check out his work and also to check out this book and because it also has a musical companion (laughs) to it. But let's talk about the book, Musica, A Delightfully Harmonic Tale of the Origin of Music. I saw here that it was was published in 2012. Yes. Wow. So this has just been kind of – it's almost been kind of like a secret – like yeah. <laughs> a, 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 a secret that's been out there. Let's talk about this and what's been the latest. What made you decide to do a book? Okay. Well, the book, because I've always wanted to do a book, but then you have to push it, and I just don't want to do that. So I said, I'm going to make a film about it. Mm-hmm. That's when I started getting tutored in animation from New York uh, once a week from Michael. Uh, my uh, He was made my advisor, and he showed me how to do it. Animation is, oh man, it's like, it's so complicated that it's so easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You do so many steps to to move one hand on thing, you got to do, but, but anyway. So that's why um, I decided to do animation because I still have very faith in that book, you know. Uh, it didn't go anywhere, but that's okay. I didn't push it. But this film. Well, don't, don't say that. But yeah, but this film, <laughs> yeah. but this film is pushing itself. Yeah. I won three awards at the Hispanic. Um, I have said. Uh, do you have see, a list? I have. I have said. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. It was an award winner at the Niagara Falls International Film Festival, uh, also the Hispanic International Film Festival, and the Indie Fest Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Wow! All this year. All this year. Wow! Wow! And the Niagara Falls, I won it for best music. That's fantastic. Yes. Because there's also a musical companion, which I'm holding out. What we're going to do right Listen now. Listen to your heart, baby. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the song that we're going to hear? Listen to your heart. So everybody, listen right here. It's the first track.
I watched the short film on on YouTube, and that's how I found it. You had posted up on it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "We really <laughs> got to spread the word about this, brother." And I'm so glad because you know sometimes, like you said, unfortunately, us as creatives, we're always so hard on ourselves. We think that nobody's watching, and you say, "You know, the first thing we want to say is like the book didn't go anywhere." No, that unfortunately we always kind of like we're <laughs> creatives and we're always we doom our own yeah. <laughs> we doom ourselves even before yeah. we had a chance yeah. but you know sometimes you got to let these things marinate and the fact that you revisited it you saw with the animated short film and the music element it just gives it new life yeah and this book can will live on forever man and so the song listen to your heart let's talk about that tell me about the song well <clears throat> i wrote it and uh, in the guitar first I, I don't even remember when, but uh, anyway. So then I, I added. I learned it in the piano. So, and then um, it was just uh, something to. Uh, uh, sometimes we don't like pay attention to. You know, you got to listen to your heart sometimes because the heart it it'll always be good for you mm-hmm. in, in a good sense. 
because a lot of people take it too far, and some people don't take it at all. You know, I'm so listen to your kind of like a, uh, you know, listen to your soul. You know, listen mm-hmm. to what you want. Uh, if you sing, if you want to go jump rope, uh, you know, just because uh, life is short, man. It it, it boom gone. You know, yeah. and um, so. Uh, and what happened with with this? I uh, it, what I, I've been doing some writing, but because I I did uh, almost all the music myself. Uh, but I used and uh, one cut. I used uh, Larry Galindo, guitar player. Yeah. Uh, G- uh, Glenn, uh, the bass player, Glenn, just phenomenal. Uh, Paul Cartwright on violin. Mm-hmm. You got to hear him play on the last song. Paul Cartwright. He just cooks. Did you know? Did you know Tim? I'm sure you did. I, yeah, I did not know Tim. Wow. But yeah, I've yeah. Heard, I, I never, uh, I never met him, because I was in another world, man. You yeah. know, I, I you know, all this stuff that you talk about getting together, I was like, uh, I couldn't. It, it, be raising a family, and then you know, you just you get. You, oh yeah. Oh man, I want to go out to. You go listen to the band. Now you can't. Yeah. No. What are you? <laughs> You're never gonna become nothing. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that's life, man. You you found a way to balance life with your creative endeavors. Yes. And you're finally starting to see it. Like I said, you know, once you put something out there, you know, you gotta you gotta know your worth. And so, like, if you own an Alberto Herrera original, you should be proud of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've you. been really familiar. One of these days. When I have the money, we'll buy one. <laughs> we'll put one in our house. We have we have a lot of local art. Um, yeah, I take payments, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you take pal, PayPal. PayPal. Um, I but, take food stamps too, eh? But yeah, but okay. Let me let me bring you back. Let's come back to the book. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at the uh, description. Matisse, an intuitive young boy, discovers music while feeding his beloved birds. Matisse. Little did he know that the simple act of love he showed for his birds would change the world with music forever. So it's kind of the origins of music and rhythm. So are you when you listen to music, are you more drawn to the rhythm first or the melody? Rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. So you like to move when you when you're creating, when you're creating your work, do you listen to music? Uh my own. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it comes from there. I I always put uh, have earbuds and I put stuff that I've done the night prior, because I just you know I, whatever. So I uh, it seems like I never play the song, the same the ones you know that I really like because oh man you know. But so I listen to that while I'm painting, mm-hmm. and then I get tired of myself. Yeah, but that's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, one of the when I when you talk about that tape I gave you, um, I showed this other guy. I won't mention his name. But I said, hey, man, how did you like the music? Oh, man, it's a, it's a bunch of shit, man. It's like nothing. Okay. It's not even a song. I said, uh, it ain't supposed to be. Come on, you know. But that that's the different extremes, you know. Uh, yeah. People that don't understand. Uh, that's why when you're an artist, you know, you got to. I'm at the point now that I don't give a hoot if you like my stuff because mm-hmm. there's too many people that do, you know. Yeah. And I've and I've there's grown. There's an audience for everybody. Bro. There's an audience for everybody, yeah. and uh, and I now I that I'm retired. I want to tap into the music more. Mm-hmm. That's I'm glad I met you. And hey, you know, you c- come over and you know we'll jam it up a little yeah, bit, man. Uh, whatever you know. Let's talk about fail stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got the book. 
and you got the music and you got your art, you won awards, you know, what other things do you have going on? Like, what are the things you're getting yourself involved in? Any upcoming projects? I mean, yeah. we are heading into Hispanic Heritage Month. You know, we get our one month, you know, <laughs> we get our one month to showcase uh, showcase ourselves. Although we should be celebrating, you know, we celebrate our culture 24-7, 365 days a year like I do. Um, you know, I love talking to people like you. And I think, you know, us as Chicanos, as as fellow Latinos and, and the stories, the the the, the stories, the histories that we share amongst each other, yeah. we need to support each other because we need to like not allow a beautiful book like this, like Musica, <laughs> released in 2012, just go unnoticed for, you know, 10, 20 years. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't have to wait that long. When something like this comes out and, some, and someone like Alberto goes, hey, check out this book. I think it'd be great. Why don't you get it for your kid? Why don't you yeah. read, it to your, read it to your child? You know, it might spark some interest in them. Yeah. Don't just show them a... A Disney movie, so they yeah. can be singing the songs that somebody else wrote is making millions and millions of money, yeah. millions of dollars off of. Show them something like this, and if they have an interest in music, nurture that interest. You could start right. You could start right here with this musical companion. Now, where can people buy it? The book. Yes. Uh, go to Amazon.com, and uh, but music. They have to put the whole title Musica. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Um, it's spelled M-U-S-I-K-A. What we'll do is we're going to make sure that on our socials, on the Forge 1039 socials, and in the podcast episode information box, I will put direct links in there. So all you have to Sweet. do is just go on there, click on it. It'll take you right there. And you're supporting Alberto. We'll make sure that we get all the information out Sweet. there. Now, what about the music? Uh, well, uh, the live music? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, what about the music? If somebody wanted, if oh. somebody wanted to get some the the musical companion to it, you could purchase it also on Amazon. No, well, yes, you can on mu- Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on Spotify. Okay, I will put the link in, into Spotify. And uh, what you should do is, yeah, sit down with the family, check it out. You know, you know, you know, you could, you don't have to be, you don't have to be a child to to <laughs> look at an animated book or an animated film. I mean, art is for everybody. And the thing yeah. about, I love about it, gotta have open mind. Yeah, right? man. You know, I'm a big daydreamer. I love to sit there and daydream, and like, I like to go to those places. Like when I start thinking about watching Fail for the first time, I remember being a teenager. Life was so easy. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, man. Like I'm one of these days. I'm gonna be on stage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, six years, five years later. We start. I started a band, but it's like you never forget those. Those are those first impressions, bro. Mm-hmm. So I want you to know how much I appreciate you, Thank and you. I think everybody needs to recognize if, if there's somebody in your life, somebody that you remember that had an impact on you, whether it was just that one moment, you see them again, give them some props, and don't wait for just Hispanic Heritage Month. <laughs> just go out there. You know, if you want to have a show, you know, maybe Alberto might want to show some of his works at one of your one of your concerts, yeah. or you have a bi- place of business by local art. Reach out yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We see him all the time. Let's do it. Let's yeah, set, let's let's do set it. up uh, anything. Uh, you know, uh, it's a, maybe uh, for charity. Uh, you know. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, is there anything you would like to share with the audience before we uh, wrap this up? Any shout outs? Any mentions? The the mic is all yours, bro. <laughs> uh, okay. Well. Hmm. Uh, Matisse, my son, he's the youngest one. He's the one. Uh, Mat- it, he inspired the book. No. Or the title. The just the the okay, name of the yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that can't, hey can't take it that back that yeah. far. <laughs> no, but uh, because he's my youngest. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my older son uh, Albert Joseph. He's a chef in uh, 
Syracuse, New York, wow. raising a family. He's also a musician. Um, he's a party animal, just like me. And then my daughter, Lindsay, she's a beautician. Uh, she is uh, right, ne- right next to uh, my older son. And then I have Matisse. And then my wife, Elizabeth. Uh, shout out. Uh, she puts up a lot of stuff that, you know, that I'm off the wall. Because uh, I have no filter, you know, sometimes. Yeah, you know, hey man, hey, 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 you hey, know, hey I, we're we're hot blooded, we're red blooded we, huh? Chicanos, man. That's right. You know, we got we got to represent, and you know, we speak from the heart. You and know. thank you for having me. It's I've always looked up to you because uh, oh man, that's he's playing up there, Matt. Cool. I couldn't go to all your gigs because you know I have to be in bed by seven thirty. You no. Know? <laughs> hey, like I say, hey, nine p.m. is the new midnight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have an uncle that used to fall asleep like. <laughs> 9 p.m. is the new midnight. And, and my mom said, he's got that sleeping. I said, Mom, he stays up all night. That's yeah. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> he did. Well, anyway. Alberto, I want to thank you for being right here on Real Talk. Thank you, man. Like I said, in the podcast episode information box, I will be posting all the links to Alberto's work, to Amazon, to the book to the music, Thank to you. everything, and just follow him. Follow him. All you got to do is just follow him. If he posts some stuff, you know what? You might name his next piece of work and after you purchase it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> Half off, maybe. Yeah, right on, brother. <laughs> I, well, I, I can't think of a better person to kick off Hispanic Heritage Month than when this brother. So once again, muchas gracias con todo amor to my homie, Bakersfield artist, Alberto Herrera. Thank you so much, brother. Muchas gracias for having me. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk Podcast. If you'd like to catch Real Talk on Terrestrial Radio, you can catch the live broadcast every Friday from 10 a.m. to noon on Forge 103.9 FM in the Kern County area. You can also stream the show and podcast from Forge1039.com. And if that's not convenient enough, you can also follow and subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts. Technology is amazing. Thanks again.